All right, Patrick, you heard our conversation with none other Governor Mike Parson about an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about the GM subsidies that are on the table. It looks like it's gotten hung up a little bit. Governors still seem fairly confident that GM can get these subsidies on the other side of the state to bring more business to the state. You say? Uh, I'm frustrated by it. Okay. The So, you know, uh, Chief Justice John Marshall and Daniel Webster argued in 1819 that the power to tax is the power to destroy. And that is absolutely true. And and taxing to provide the necessary services of government is something that uh, we all depend on. And And for governors and legislatures to use the tax system to play games, to reward their friends, to treat the people unfairly and unequally is outrageous. If Missouri has an uncompetitive tax system, then we ought to reform it. We ought to make it competitive so that we attract business and individuals, and then we ought to leave it alone. But the idea that the governor says and legislators say that, look, our tax system is in the way, so we need to give these guys tax credits and, and those guys over there tax credits, but everyone else has to pay the same unfair tax rate is infuriating. What do you say, though, Patrick, when they say, hell, you know, they're going to get $50 million in tax credits over 10 years if they invest $750 million? They always say that. Pretty they, good return. They always say that. They always say that. They say that with Boeing. They say that with Amazon. They say that now with GM. Look, guys, come up with a tax system that you're proud of and then move on to something else. But we constantly tweak it. And when you constantly tweak it, think about uh, child rearing. When you constantly change the rules for your children, you encourage them to every time ask for an exception. If the Missouri legislature just said, here's our tax code, deal with it, and it was a good competitive tax code, developers and and their lawyers, God help us, and their lobbyists would know to leave enough alone. But they know to constantly wheedle, constantly ask, constantly ask for exceptions and tax credits to get what they want. Is there a state that does this really well that you know of? And I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but I just wanted to, I was just thinking about it. Is there a state that has a great tax? No. No. Well, I can't immediately think of a state that does it well. It's so frustrating because what happens is we buy into this uh, I, I'm on family radio. We buy into this idea in Kansas City and St. Louis like, oh, yeah, we know it's a bad idea. But if we don't do it, the guys next door will do it. And so it's this race to the bottom. Think of the border war. Mm-hmm. And so all these states, all these cities do what they know is a bad idea. Richard Florida, who's a urbanist out of the University of Toronto in Canada, who's been writing about Amazon, mm-hmm. said, and he consulted for the Kansas City bid, he said, they know that they're being strung along. They know that they're being taken advantage of, but they also know that they think they have to play the game. And so what happens is we just gut our tax uh, uh, base to offer special privileges to all these different companies that are playing us. They're absolutely playing us, and everybody knows So it. are you saying GM's not going to invest that 750 They don't have to ultimately, and it's one big no, uh, charade, or what's the deal? Look, it's the cost of doing business. GM has to invest, I think the governor said, $500 million yeah. to build a plant. That's perfectly fine. And if they think that investing in Missouri or anywhere is profitable, they're going to do it. But they also know, mm-hmm. and they'd be fools not to, to go to the legislature or to any city with the, you know uh, their hands in their pockets saying, oh, my gosh, we need a few bucks to make it a little bit worthwhile. Again, 
developers and developers' attorneys in Kansas City and St. Louis and Wentzville everywhere would be fools not to ask for this money because they always get it. So you're really asking, Patrick Tui, Show Me Institute, a Missouri-based think tank, is joining us. You're really asking Missouri to do something that none of the other 49 states have done or are willing to do. Is that, is that too uh, utopian in your eyes? They all want to. Right. So you have this talk every few years on between Kansas and Missouri about the border war. They both want to lay down their guns, but they're afraid that the other side's going to run away with it. Uh, maybe it's a matter of, of, of federal legislation or some sort of standards. But again, every governor, mm-hmm. every legislature knows that this is uh, a, a foolish enterprise, but they don't want to lose the latest uh, beggar. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose Boeing or Google or Amazon. They don't want to lose GM. And so they play a game, but they know they're being played for suckers, but they feel they don't have an alternative. So look at a state like uh, Texas that's obviously blowing up. People moving there left and right, right. no state income tax. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily apply to the business climate for uh, what the business earns as a bottom line, but it certainly is attractive to people living there. Absolutely. Is that something? Is that you know kind of a, a method to Missouri so looking at, or I don't what's have, the deal? I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but the, the, the great amount of job growth comes not from big established companies, but mm-hmm. from small businesses that are growing, right? The, uh, uh, the, the hundreds and thousands of small businesses of people investing. That's where job growth goes. And those guys are never big enough to afford a government relations department or a lobbyist to get the special uh, tax credit. So mm-hmm. they go uh, where, do they go to Texas, they go to Florida, they go to Tennessee, uh, where the taxes are low uh, and where government is efficient. Now, the, the Californias, the New Yorks, the uh, Missouris or Massachusetts, uh, they offer tax credits to the big guys, right, who, who are maybe ossified, aren't creating as much wealth, aren't creating as many jobs. And so, again, if you want to grow – you ought to be uh, forgetting about the, the big guys who come in once in a long while and worry about growing all the small businesses, the startups, the, uh, the businesses that are really driving job creation. And again, you don't do that by giving thousands of different tax credits. You just have a low, efficient government. Patrick Tui is our guest. All right. Film tax credit came up with the governor. Um, Obviously, they look to Georgia and say Georgia's got all this film business booming, people coming from California, moving Hollywood to Georgia. Alyssa Milano says she's not doing business there because Georgia's got this new pro-life bill. Uh, Uh, Is Missouri going to be now a hub for movies, Patrick? No, no. Look, we had a film tax credit. First of all, your next segment, you talked about watching Field of Dreams. Yes. And, And what is the most famous line from Field of Dreams? If you build it, they will come. And that seems to be the economic development policy of Missouri and of so many states. Let's give them the tax credit and hopefully the business will show up. What the governor seems to forget, although he was in the legislature at the time, is that we had a film tax credit in Missouri. And in 2010, uh, the the legislature uh, commission reported out that the program was wasteful, that it didn't generate enough revenue to be worth the subsidy. And Jolie Justice, Senator Justice, uh, a now running for mayor of Kansas City, signed that report. We know that these don't work. This is just a handout to a couple of people who want to make movies in Missouri. And by the way, the governor seems to think that uh, Georgia offered tax credits and then the industry came. The industry was already there. Turner in Atlanta probably uh, established itself, wanted to make movies, and then went and lobbied the legislature for tax credits for things they were already going to do. They were already in Georgia. They were already making movies. Now, I've heard this, too. The mayor, I think, said that, you know, getting the show, uh, the Queer Eye show in Kansas City was because of some credit we offered them. 
You buy that? Uh, no. I think we, we offered them a credit, but they were probably going to come here anyway. See, and this is the important thing for people to, to, to realize. But and, how, do you, how do, you, do you know that, though? I mean, how do, how do we prove that, that they would have come here anyway? Well, so we can look at tax credit. We can look at research around the yeah, country on yeah. tax credits in general. Mm-hmm. And we can say that, you know, when it comes to economic development tax credits, mm-hmm. that areas that get the tax credit do not grow any faster. I should say the incentive. Do not grow any faster than areas that don't. And and you're right. The problem with too many of this uh, of too many of these things is that uh, the city says, "Oh, look, these businesses came because of the streetcar." There is no research that suggests that. Quite the opposite. Or we got this TV show because we offered a tax credit. Again, there's no research that suggests that. And, and Chris Hernandez, the city spokesman, I think was very clear not to make that connection. The problem is. Should government be in the business of subsidizing a couple of industries or a couple of programs? No, I argue, Mm -hmm. unless Mm -hmm. there is compelling research that shows that this is worthwhile. And there isn't. There isn't compelling research, quite the opposite, that the low-income housing tax credit is worthwhile. The 37 states perhaps don't have any kind of low-income housing tax credit, yet they are able to provide affordable housing. Yeah. What happens, and Republican and Democrat state auditors have said this for years, is that it ends up being a big sop to special interests like developers. And I think anywhere from 36 to 42 cents out of every dollar of tax credit is actually used to build low-income housing. Great numbers. He's Patrick Tui, Show Me Institute, Missouri-based think tank. Patrick, came with fire this morning. Thanks, man. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Five, seven, six, seven, seven.